the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 231 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Yeah, we're back on our own platform. There you go. Uh, it's been a very busy week. A lot of awesome news even today. Yeah, man, stuff's happening in all the right ways. So there we go. Before we get into the mix, let me welcome back my boys here. Welcome back, Bam. Long time no see. How you been, Joseph? Good, good. Tony, how you doing? Tired as all hell. I feel like this has been like a very busy week. This is what happens when we have midweek matches. We get this vibe. I've been dragging all day, but in a happy way because we won, but still dragging. I ain't gonna lie. You know, you feel your age the day after one of these matches. And even though it was kind of a casual win, really casual win, still, man, you still go hard for 90. You do what you got to do and you make it happen. But it's been good. It's been a good run so far, and uh, that's why we're calling this one The Hunt, obviously for obvious reasons, the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. But also, we're in the hunt for the Supporter Shield already. We're we're hunting down a lot of teams that we want to take out now that Portland's seated with us, and we'll cover that in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, good things. Good things. Good stuff to talk about for LAFC at this point of the season. Uh, so might as well jump right into it uh, before we get into any of the news. Uh, Tony, Tony, uh, SKC, let's let this rip first. Uh, actually, bam, you're gonna go first. What are the lineups for this one? <laughs> last of this one, <laughs> all over the place, yeah, that's all good. So, last of this one, we start off with Cropo in goals, Palacios, Murillo for Hollingshead in defense, Ilya Sanchez in a um, I would call him more of a defensive mid role. And then you had Vela, Blessing, Acosta, Apoku in mid, and Chicho up top. Going by everywhere, we had a 4-1-4-1 lineup. I haven't seen us do that for a long time, but it was good to see. For SKC, they had Molina and Gold, uh, and Dembe, Fontas, Ismat Mirin, and Zussi in defense. Um, Espinosa, Walter in the defensive mid. Salawi, um, Zoni and Russell in the mid and Shelton up top. There it is. So we're not surprises really in the lineup. We kind of expected Espinosa to slide into the middle and Shelton got the start again, which we were questioning if he would because he hasn't been all that effective, but they went with it. You know, they, they stuck with what they had. Uh, approach to the match, honestly, it looked like a bit of a back and forth. It was hard to get shots off against them. A lot of clogging the midfield, make it a little bit messy for us. A little choppy of a game, but ultimately, uh, time would tell, right? Uh, but the first half, definitely a, a a good fight, a real good fight. Tony, in terms of highlights for the first half, what stood out to you, sir? Um, it stood out pretty much like we we were – Russell, of course, is we just got to talk about it. It's like Russell has our number. I feel like with certain certain teams, there are is there's one player, and with SKC, Russell, for some reason, just – has our number it was a um pretty much a catch up from uh palacios after a slip and he was just literally cat like he was if you watch like track and field is like when you're trying to catch up or like a, or a cornerback in football trying to catch to the receiver that's how it was and then he just did one this little like just little st- like stutter step to get palacios to 
feel even more behind and ends up taking it the whole way and getting us past our defense and getting getting them up one nil. So it was a very it was like a mistake, but again, Russell knows how to punish us on mistakes, and he just again has our number. It was really, really the ultimate comedy of errors for Palacios on the play. Really unfortunate. He got punished as bad as you can get. First was his turnover. Then they kick it out to the other side. Some reason, because he's still kind of off because of what he did, he shifted more towards the middle rather than worrying about the man doing the overlap, right? Which is what they do, right? You go to the back post. But he shifted inward. He went center after the turnover. And you're like, well, that's a little weird. And then you could tell, oh, man, what am I doing? And then he shoves himself the other way. And, of course, bang, bang, play. He gets an own goal, uh, slide tackling and scrambling. But, yeah, basically it was a nightmare nightmare of his own making. And uh, I think all of us were super frustrated because, you know, the week before there were moments, right, uh, he's been having some struggles here. So not good times for Palacios, that's for sure. But it seems like Steve is very, very much in the mindset of redemption and mm-hmm. uh, working through it. Uh, especially if if your 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 bot sold on the system and you're gonna put in the hard work, which we can't ever fault Palacios for his his work rate. You know that's the one thing he does put the work in, he does have the focus, but then he has his moments, right? And it's not that he's dogging it; it's that he's kind of overcompensating for things, um, shifting a little too much, and then he gets himself into trouble. Youth, maybe frustration for all of us. We just hope that he gets it out of his system and. We get him where he needs to be because we know what he can do. It's just not happening right now. Uh, Bam, your impressions on that? Yeah, I agree. And it's going to sound strange, but I would rather him do that now than do that down near the end of the season where we're really, if we really need points or in playoffs and all that. Get it out of your system now. Do all those little mistakes. It will cost us a goal, but get it done now and not later on in the season. Right, right. And we'll we'll talk a bit about the Open Cup game because that seemed to be like the uh, the redemption game for him. Uh, and maybe that was obviously with the armband, very intentional. I think that's Steve doing Steve things. Uh, and so we'll get into that. But yeah, you could tell at this point, he's he's in the doldrums. There was no, no question about that. So uh, after that, what happens, Tony? Um, so we'll bring this one up. It was a uh, quote-unquote foul on the keeper bang bang play for a corner kick it's so it goes in after like almost like cross goes in you the you see chicho and fall trying to go up for it oh mls saying that kind of this is actually where they finally got the call right somewhat where so fall and chicho are going for the ball but if you look at the replay and you see everything they were looking at the keeper to try to disrupt them so they're not going after the ball they're trying to intend to try to disrupt the keeper and the ball goes only in and gets called back it was one of those things in the moment it was like here we go again like after the carson it's like here we go again we, we just can't catch a break watching it over for the second time you realize there was it was an actual legit call not a bogus refs trying to get one over us and everything like that so in the moment, it felt like they were getting one over on us, but uh, I understand how they protect the goalkeepers in this league. It's fairly normal, and yeah, intent, you could kind of tell where the intent was at. Make contact, get messy. If you get away with it, cool. If you don't, keep going. Now you got an angry keeper. 
So uh, it can't hurt too bad. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. As we bring it forward to the 44th minute, sir. So this one is a, it's a more of a buildup. So it's off a freak, off a, a dead ball. Ticho hits off the bar, could have ended up scoring, but ends up hitting the bar. We end up getting the ball back. We reset and ended up crossing it in. I'm sorry. My uh, cat's going to the litter box. If you hear some noises in the background, that's my cat's. T- doing their due diligence of covering. Um, sorry. Let's so, about <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe. So, <laughs> so we cross it in. Fall heads it back. It heads it perfectly into a perfect spot where Chicho is on sides, kneels down, and just heads to go. And we go back. We go in one-one into the half. So, it was a really good ball. Everyone thought he was like SKC throwing their hands up like he was offsides. But again, it. I feel when we talk about the Open Cup, I feel Chicho, that goal against Carson, finally put him into the, the mindset that he needs to be. And like, you know, even though it was an easy goal, it's like you just need one to get your rhythm going. Yeah, he's basically worked himself back in now. Uh, we're seeing we're seeing the the Chicho of old. Uh, and it's a beautiful thing to see because now the weapons are here. Without a yeah. doubt, we got some weapons now. So, uh, well, what mm-hmm. I really liked about that goal too was w- the moment it hit the bar from the set piece, he didn't stop. He he ran into the box. A lot of players would have stopped. Went, oh, I've missed it. He was like, nope, he's come back out. We can still get a goal here. So, him showing that although he hits the bar, I can still get a goal from it shows a lot from him, which I'm looking forward to a lot this season. And I got to say, it must be also within our side and and the expectations of our players, because like Orlando, when Mario came in, same thing, you crash in, you you get in there, you follow through on a play because you don't know what's going to happen next. And now we've seen it twice now where, where we're the ones that lay out the play and it earns us a goal. Good news. Good news for us that the work rate is right from our guys, which again, I don't question that, but intent right intent is something that's a little different with this team and it's it's refreshing to see so we move on to the second half and i think a lot of us were like man just not a lot of shots on goal in the moment right it's it's tighter than we'd like it to be uh but right it's them and it's us and we play a certain way and we all know that there's something magical about the second half now for lafc so here we go again the second half edition of the Los Angeles Football Club. Tony, what do we got for highlights for the second half? So we'll start off with the substitution because this is what leads up to everything moving forward is. So in the 66 minute, uh, Ishmael decides to, uh, Ishmael gets subbed in for a Boku. So 66 minute, we have Ishmael in. Again, he's going to, and then we get to pretty much contender for goal of the year off of <laughs> If you watch that highlight and you watch it over and over, it's a perfect one-touch ball with two defenders on them, like fadeaway three, whatever you want to say, because gets we get the ball, cross it in. Ishmael has the, the intent to keep going into the cross, and then with, with left foot just bangs it in for, again, goal of the year, goal of the week, but contender for goal of the year. Without a doubt, he had his intent from the get-go. He knew what he was going to do the minute that came in. There was going to be no hesitation. There was no question. He wasn't looking for a cross. It wasn't a, a miss hit at all. He was he was aiming for it. Um, did it do things different than he would expect? Quite possibly the way he swung at it. 
Uh, definitely a little bit of a hit and hope mindset. But if you followed him in his career, he's had a few of these bangers from distance. And uh, yeah, this is something that's, that's shocking to him. Um, if you've watched within my CFC, he's got some at distance that he's done before. He's got one for us already that was a little lucky against Miami, but still the intent was there. In this case, man, uh, it definitely earned the goal of the week. It got us way on the Sports Center top 10. It earned that. I, I actually watched Sports Center just to see did it get it? Did it get it? It did. It did. Um, and so let's run away with another one. Now the guy's got what two goals with us. Both of them are, are from distance. The stats look really nice. They're kind of funny. when We see his name pop up. He scores a goal every this many minutes. And you're like, well, yeah, super sub. There you go. All, all good things for, for Ismail Tajiri Shradi. Uh, celebration was proper. I'm happy. I'm sure you guys are happy. Bam, your impressions on that bad boy. The lead up was perfect too. Just a, yeah. from what? couple yards outside our 18 long ball down bounce kick goal not much more you can do about that and that just leads up to the other goal that we had for the game which um i'll take over seeing that tony had to yeah. duck away from now so in the 78th minute we also had sifu who no longer is sporting the um dyed hair he's gotten rid of that which is a bit disappointing um it started to grow in and actually, at first it was awkward, right? But now it was at a length that that that, dude, you knew who he was across the field, like that helped, right? Yeah, and it looked it looked super cool. So I was like, oh, dude, you gave up this when it was growing in. It helped even on TV. Going okay, there's Sifu. You knew where he was, no matter where it was. You always knew where he was. And with Tony back, Tony, hmm? talk us through Sifu's goal. Oh, the, uh, pretty much like he like just took that everywhere. Like, honestly, he like, he took the whole team. It was like, you know what his intent was, as you said, it was just, he wasn't looking at anybody. It was just straight goal mindset. There was no one on him. There was no one. There was just kind of like, they were all just like little cones and he was just doing a drill. (laughs) Looked like players on a Sabudio table, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They just happened to be there. I don't know what's happening with them. Uh, nobody's flicking him anywhere. I guess this is how it's going to be. I, I cracked up about it because he'd been winging stuff earlier. That was kind of wild in warmups was wild. In this case, he's like, I'm just gonna hit it nice and gentle to the corner. I don't think I need much. And he really didn't. And it just carefully went in easily placed. No big deal. Um, it was kind of nice to see how anticlimactic, you know, like the way his approach to that goal was, cause that's all you need, man. Just put it across the line. That's all that matters. So good on him. He earned it. He's been earning it this season. Um, he was due. I think we can all agree he was due for that one. So, uh, Bam, your take, sir? It was going to come sooner or later. I'm glad it came now. Um, again, with Chicho, he'll get the confidence. So as long as he doesn't get injured, expect to see some more goals coming from him. And once again, we win a game. It doesn't require a goal by Carlos Vela doesn't and we're still just as effective getting the job done he plays different roles if we've mentioned he, he you know the versatility side of carlos vela you don't have to completely depend on the man he does the little things at times and they still get the job done so uh 3-1 on the day again first half was a little funky second half was us being us now the new style uh, and we walk away with another fun victory and a highlight goal and uh, an entertaining crowd on a nice warm day. So uh, good. Got that one out of the way. 
And what did that get us back into the standings, guys? Yeah, that's right. The supporter shield standings. We're we're back on top because you know Philly ain't defeated undefeated anymore either. So uh back to it. We don't have to focus on Carson nonsense. We can focus on us where we're standing on our own and looking forward to open cup, which we can bring that next. But uh final impressions, Tony, on the match itself. What was your thoughts on it, man? Um, it was a good, honest uh rebound game from like from that like upset that we got in uh in Carson it was this was gonna like I said we were people were looking at us to see how we because this was gonna be again first loss first loss of the season we were coming off and it showed that we were still the team to be the team to to pretty much run away with this whole league at the moment you know what I mean because we like as we keep saying is we have the depth even when um, international break comes in like we still have depth to replace those players who need who are going away to you know try to make try to make a spot on the the world cup teams and everything like that so overall i i like the the um the intent of like again skc is not doing so hot this season but as you saw russell has our number for some reason they like to come up and play us harder and it was a good three points. It was a good sunny day. It was, like I said, nice way to get back on top, get back on top of the leaderboard for Supporter Shield slash uh, the West. Yeah, I mean, and, and historically, SKC has been a rival of ours. It's been tight with them in the past. They still have a lot of carryovers from those teams, which probably explains why they're struggling so much now with age, uh, right? They've, they've gone past that window, right? They need new blood, and you're starting to see it. Uh, that in the second half, they don't, they don't keep up. They don't keep up. They can't keep up. Uh, we can just keep plugging people in and there's drop off when they make their substitutions. So good on us. Now, in terms of the top three, Bam, what are we looking at for top threes, sir? Top three. So from the, the fans vote, the, a lot of people put Ishmael as the, the top. So he got a total of nine points from the fans. Um, Hollingshead came in second with a total of five points. Ilya, four points. Chicho, three, four, one, and Plaskos, one. So, oh, sorry, four, two, Plaskos, one. For me personally, I had four as my top player. You know, his assists, his work rate, and all that was great. But Ishmael getting two votes from me, and Chicho was one vote from me. What about you, boys? Uh, I think the way I'm seeing things, uh, I'm going to give Chicho the top because the man's back in form. You know, it's good to see him doing what he's doing. Um, fall would also be on my probably my two, and then three goes to Jerry Shroddy because, dude, honestly, I should probably pick him one, but I'll give him three for this one. It was a nice finish, not a lot of minutes, but a nice darn finish. Um, probably Ishmael as my top, fall in the middle, and then uh, Chicho at the last open spot. So, we're all pretty much on the same three players. Yeah, which yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, th they worked three of the hardest, so be interesting. Like you could so, like make an argument for Sifu, but like mm -hmm. I feel like the the work rate from Foz, you say the goal you can't. That's once in a lifetime you'll see that halfway in, in the MLS like that, and then Chicho is just going to be Chicho. Yeah, and yeah. with Chicho's the the miss free kick that four going to end off to put back into chicho so dude that 
that header from him, man. Like, I don't know how he gets the elevation he gets. He doesn't have a lot of space and he still gets up there. It's, it's darn impressive. It really is. Um, but yeah, it's, again, good to see it working. Uh, shout out to Ilya on this game as well. I know we didn't put him in his top three, but you're playing your old teams, your first time against them. It's not easy to do. It's not. And then, and then you got to just kind of let all, all the love of the past kind of go away from ni- for 90 minutes. And he, he grinded. There's no doubt. So uh, honorable mention definitely goes to Ilya for getting through that match. Because, it, it, again, it can't be easy. It can't be. He loves those guys. He loves that city. There's there's no question. But uh, professional is, uh, well, he is, he is truly a professional. So thank God. Thank goodness we have him. All right. Uh, let's move this one on forward. Uh, rather than jumping into listener reactions, we're going to do this after the Open Cup conversation in that match. We're going to pile through this and now we'll get into convos. Uh, Open Cup. Basically, we got to play OC. As you guys saw, we went on the uh, orange and black soccer cast. Those guys have been absolutely freaking amazing uh, bringing us in. Uh, they asked us to do it. We we're more than happy to do it. Shout out to all you guys who jumped on as well uh, to support the to support the international interaction between both clubs i mean their supporter group involvement in that too uh it it's great um it's good to see you know whenever we do play usl sides or sides that you know we aren't completely familiar with um i think on our point we're, we're going to want to focus on trying to at least get get info from them uh and and have collaboration as best we can because that's the beauty beauty of the open cup is is you get to you get to play new blood you know it's not always the same group of teams it's something different and something you can't predict. Yeah, it could be lesser teams in terms of where they are in standings and all that and the league. But on the day, energy-wise, that's a cup final for them every time they go out against a team like us, right? They got everything to play for. Those players have everything to play for because if they do impress, they could be wearing our kit next year or another team in MLS. They've got everything to play for. Of course, making history for your side Taking out a taking out an MLS MLS team is is fantastic, and and going in the lead up of this match, even while we were talking on the pod, we found out there were some huge upsets this week in the Open Cup, and so it just that's what makes it all worth it, you know. Uh, Union Omaha taking out Chicago Fire and penalty kicks after thinking they blew the game by giving up a late penalty. This is dramatic stuff that we don't get enough of in MLS because of again the. the there's an aspect of this league where some of the drama is taken out in league play, right? There's not a whole lot at certain periods of the season, but it was one game knockout. All the passion is there. So it was beautiful to see what they were doing. And then to see Columbus get taken out with Detroit city FC, who just moved up. They were semi-pro. Now they're in USL championship, like huge transition for them. You know, their, their, their politics and the way they've built their club and they're being a fan owned club. This is this is crazy town, right? They, they're going nuts. Um, painting their own stadium. Look at the history, you know. The, the Northern Guard, those guys are special. I'm telling you. Uh, to have them get the success, it's outstanding. And then to find out that he they got a really friendly draw today as well, which gives them a really good chance of even going farther in the tournament to possibly play another MLS side. I predict them to win this next one. This is awesome. This is why we do this. This is why the Open Cup exists is because you get this drama, these upsets. And so good, good stuff. That's for sure. So for us, we got to play OC. They were the defending champion. Uh, They, as you heard on the podcast, they lost a lot of players due to winning the championship. Right. Guys got to go make their money. They're going to go move on. Uh, Teams got to make their money as well. So 
They lost a lot of people. They brought in Kubo Torres for this year. Uh, a couple of new faces trying to make it. But again, they're struggling right now. They're trying to find themselves. The system is the same. The actors are different. And so they're you're going through a lot of it. And against us, you know, they try to play the same system going in. Bam, what do you got for lineups, sir? So lineups for us was a massive shakeup. So we had McCarthy in goal for his first start for an official game for us. Um, Ibiaga, Henry, Escobar, and the captain Palacios in the back. Mid, we had Blessing, Sifu, and Janela. And then up the top, we had Chicho, Opoku, and the player I told um, the guys from the pod, Moose, to keep an eye out for. Um, for Orange County, they had <laughs> uh, Rakosvi in goals, um, Acosta, Jorski and Henry in defense. Um, Fenovavu, uh, Pedersen, Rocha, and Okali in mid, in defensive mid. Um, we also had Iloski and Kuningas in mid and Torres up the top. And there it is. And so really the only familiar face for all of us would probably be Kubo Torres because he played for Chivas USA, because he played for, I think, Houston. And he played for Atlanta too. Uh, kind of bounced around. Went back to the Liga Mekis for a bit, came back again. Um, so he's a journeyman. We know who he is, right? That's probably the only name. But we also knew from our from our friends over at OC, um, at Orange and Black, uh, that, yeah, we got an idea of what they were going to bring to the game, and and they did. They brought what they what we were, were expecting. The approach, of course, was them to try to use the wings to get around us. Problem was we weren't putting up with that. Uh, even though we had so much change to the lineup, it looked a little choppy for the first, I'd say, five or ten minutes. But at that point, 11th minute, what happens, Tony? Um, Bam's player to watch at his Orange and Podcast Food is the Moose scores. You know what I mean? It was a very, like, pretty, like, again, it's I, – I almost don't want to, like, talk about highlights just out of respect for them because it was just, like, a, a slaughter. And as we as – but they also expected it because they – like I said, like Joseph said, and Orange and Black – as worst telling us is they lost pretty much the whole team. Like during the championship side, they lost them. So they're trying to find themselves and brilliant plays and stuff like that. Like, I almost want to talk more about the supporters we met at the game and like and all that will. stuff. Yeah, yeah sure. we will. But sorry, but yeah. Um, so yeah, 13 minute moose ends up scoring the goal. Nice, good, clean ball as it was like almost 2019 Bob, Bob Bradley like esque like passing, passing, opening, opening. Okay, we're in we're in front of the goal. Let's shoot. <laughs> right. Short, short hit. Um, yeah, nice finish. Made it look super easy as if he's been playing every minute, no problem. Uh, no pressure at all. Easy finish. Beautiful play. Beautiful play. Uh play continues on. Obviously, at this point, we're taking full control of this match. It finally looked like we were comfortable. They had one crazy opportunity, right, where they they launched one at our goalkeeper, thought he was too far off the line and, and tested him. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, McCarthy, like, that, we were behind the goal. That was not an easy save to make. That ball was traveling a little sideways in the process. It might have hit the top of the crossbar, but forget it, man. You can't take a chance on that thing. And he did the job. He made the save. So that was really the one big threat they had. Um, but for us, it just kept piling on. So, Tony, uh, let's, let's just mention the goals, how beautiful they were. We'll go from there, okay? It's like, so, like, the second goal was a nice cross butt from 
from Palacio from outside the box and Chicho just one times it almost like I feel like it was in the inside the outside of his foot and just like chips it in and that was my player to watch and it's just like I, I actually went dubbed to you Joseph and I was just like so far we're uh two for two and players a while so he just needs Hollingshead to like end up scoring and we'll be three we'll be like we're batting a hundred. So it was a good goal by yeah. them and it's just like I said it's it's what we expected from them. It's like the like it's it, it was like uh, yeah. What were they supposed to play? They played the way they're supposed to play. Mm-hmm. It kind of fell as we predicted. Uh, for you guys more than me, I thought Hollingshead would get the start. He did not because I think this was the Palacios recovery match, giving him the armband, putting him in the position where he's going to dictate. He did dictate the match from his position. He dominated from his side, uh, looked very comfortable, really was. I mean, it got to the point where they were putting so much through his side. I'm like, man, like what happened to Escobar on the other side? Are you going to you going to give him a shot, you know, uh, but it didn't matter. That's where the weaknesses were for those guys. So. You got to take advantage of the weakness. And so they did. Uh, we got a third one in the first half, correct? Yes, we do. It's another uh, Chicho goal. So it gets, um, we play it out the back, ends up going to, to Sifu. Sifu finds uh, uh, Chicho in, in the middle of the field. Chicho fi- ends up like dribbling a little bit, finds uh, Moose. Moose back taps it right back to Chicho, and Chicho just slots it in to go up 3 0. How pretty was that back pass? Ooh, very like, yeah. It was almost like Chicho passed it to himself. Like he took over Moose's body to pass it back to himself, and then he went back in. Dude, Moose was like balling in this game. Like, like just playing everything he needed to do, looking so comfortable. Maybe, maybe he knows those guys. Maybe, maybe. Um, it it was it was good to see him in the form he was in refreshing to see him so we got the three nothing this is what we take away from the first half impressions on the players escobar looks like he's back in it he's ready to go maybe we'll see him against cincinnati playing on that side but i know hollingshead's been playing great too so you got the options there the only guy to me that was i was well there's two guys i was a little worried about through that first 45 minutes one was Daniel henry he looked like he was laboring by the end of the first half like 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 out of shape possibly i don't know but it really looked like he was gassed before the season right before the first half was even done with tony did you get that impression as well uh yeah i kind of looked like he's like not a hundred percent and this is um this was his opportunity to see where he was at like usually and usually as you as everyone here who follows lafc it's like we don't play anyone unless they're uh, physically fit and match fit but since this is was like again not taking orange county for granted or anything because you never know they could have shown up and played gangbusters and destroyed us because look at like there's four mls teams already out of the u.s cup so um this is a good opportunity to see what honestly henry is but i feel like i think he's not 100 percent. he w- was coming off injury he, like i said he's We'll see moving forward how he is, but it wasn't looking too yeah, hot. That's his, if that's his current pace and the way he's going, it's going to be really hard to crack the lineup against MLS competition. I know how good he can be, and I don't think that was the level that he's used to being, to be honest. He really looked kind of kind of down on it. You could tell him and Ebiaga were also struggling a bit to communicate in the first parts of that game just because, again, they haven't been on the field like in a match situation all that much. So... They had to get used to themselves. You could tell that out. The lineup was filling itself out early. 
But again, as it kept going, they got real comfortable and, and took over. The other guy that to me that, that I just didn't seem to have the greatest game was Janela. Uh, seemed a step slow. He really did seem a step slow. And this was a match where he needed to really impress, uh, especially with Cincinnati coming and the potential for more squad rotation this weekend, knowing who the opponent is. He didn't do himself any favors. Uh, I think that that's an easy thing to see in the first half. Bam, your impressions from the first half? From the grainy stream that I had to find on the internet, because, hey, US Open Cup's not available worldwide. Which, yet the draw is for some reason. Um, we looked at, we were ready to play, and some of the fringe players were stepping up to show, no, I'm ready, I'm fit, I want to play. Like, Moose had an amazing first half. He's pushing to try and break into the squad, plain and simple. So, there, yeah. I mean, if 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 B Rod's gonna have health stuff going on, the next man in's probably gonna. With the way Moose was playing, he's, he's really the guy that's looking at that next sub in. Um, unless B Rod's gonna be good to go, um, and we haven't heard anything yet. You know, it sounds like he might be, but uh, someone's got to step up, and it looks like Moose is ready for that step up. And he does have competition, though, and we'll talk about in the second half, the guy that decided to provide a little competition once he got into the lineup. So uh, let's jump on the second half. Tony, what what are our highlights of the second half? So in the second half, we ended up having another, again, um, the as we as we call him in our in, in our chat, Matt, because if you know Matt from BA, he looks exactly like Cal Jennings from the hair and everything. But um, it was a nice pass. Um, into the corner to Palacios again. His redemption, his redemption arc goes a little bit better, and he uh, ends up crossing it in to find Cal for his first goal of the season with us, I believe, and also putting us up four zero. And it was a, like I said, it was a good, a good play. It was it we like we we're working as a good world only machine. Um, Palacio, I feel like was trying to make a prove a point as much as Cal and Cal was again, been balling it out. Um, I of course wanted to see trail, but we don't have him signed under us. He's on, under lights, but he's finally shown why we picked him up, why we drafted him and looking right, moving forward in the future. If we need him moving forward. Yeah. Opportunities will present themselves. Uh, I know Escobar had a good setup as well, right? Uh, yeah, that's where. Uh, oh, that that's oh yeah, Escobar's number I two. Escobar to Gen- I think it was. Escobar yeah, to I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so used to Palacios being number two. I believe if I remember right, Palacios was number two before, and then I forgot Escobar now is number two. So sorry, it was Escobar who ended up passing him. And again, that's good for us because Escobar needs. He's coming off injury. He's coming off fit, and we need him. And he's eventually going to be the starter on that right side. Yeah, we brought him in for that purpose. And uh, really, coming back from injury, he didn't seem to be missing any steps. Like, like the run was clean. His form was good. Uh, you can't ask for more coming back from injury to play the way he played. So that was nice. Of course, 71st minute, we kind of capped things as well, right? Um, another, another just um, tic-tac play back and forth. Ends up finding Moose for the... For his brace of the uh, of the game, which will and it was again, we're 
we're figuring out everything. It was a good warm up for moving forward. Again, we didn't take them lightly, but again, we showed we played how we're supposed to be playing and the level that we should be because we are again in top of the leaderboard on top of the West. So this is how we should be playing. And of course, Torres did steal one against us uh, a few minutes later. So they got the last laugh in terms mm -hmm. of scoring last. Uh, of course, it had to be Kubo, right? Of course. Um, what I found really interesting. So by, by the time this happened, we were doing some some interesting substitutions. And I got to say, that's unique for a cup match to see these types of subs. But basically, we were bringing in starters. But I thought was like, are we running the score? What, what's the plan? Are we just got like, hey, guys, you need a little bit of fitness before we go to Cincinnati. Why don't you just get a run out tonight? It was a little interesting and risky, right? A little risky. Mm -hmm. Man, what was your take on, on putting in starters to come in, dude? Like, a little weird, right? Definitely weird, especially with the score line. But unless... um. Dollar wanted to give him a run to see who was fit enough to go to Cincinnati is the only reason I can think of it. Um, otherwise, you'd put in kids. Like, um, yeah, that's the only reason I can think of it is obviously he's still wondering about who to get what positions for this weekend. Let's give him a run out there. Let's see what they can do to impress me to get that final spot. It could have been combinations as well because of who was already out there. Well, let's see how they work together. Maybe that's what he was looking at the test. It's risky, though, especially with Velik. He got hacked pretty good. Um, a little worried there for a moment. He got back up. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, it was a funny a funny move. We don't normally see that in, in MLS. But Dolo's going to Dolo, man. He's got his own vibe, his own feel, right? Well, yeah, I feel funny. like, he, I feel like um, he was brought in just because, again, they don't get to see Vela on the field and stuff like that. And I feel like maybe some of the, some of the people who came from orange County came to see Vela play. And like, as, as and we said, we were not, we, we didn't expect him to play, you know what I mean? Like this is one of those things. So if you're expecting Vela to play, we were kind of lower, like a hundred percent sure that he wasn't, but maybe it was just more of like, Hey, they came out here. Maybe this like, give them something. Maybe it was a celebratory moment, possibly maybe um nothing announced but maybe uh and so the rumors are out there right we heard that too maybe it was his chance to come out and kind of celebrate that a bit his kids were there right he had the family there they were on the field before the game and after game and actually they you know his boy got to score a goal uh, after the game, right? He let him do the, the run up and everybody cheering for it, which is a very rare move by Carlos Vela. So definitely the approach was from him was different, which suggests to me like something might have happened. Uh, good things. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, he, you guys heard the rumors. He's probably signed. I hope that is the case. I'm good with it. I'm fine with it. Uh, he is who he is, and we know what he can do when he's fully fit. So all good things. And he's obviously the glue in that lineup. So there you go. Um, Bam didn't get to see the little celebrations and the interesting vibes with uh, Hollingshead doing the sha-la-la and uh, Palacios earning the man of the match. So there is that. Uh, which brings us to the 3-2-1 on this, man. Like, Bam, what do you think about the 3-2-1s on this one? For this one, um, I've put Moose as my three because to me he balled out like no, no tomorrow. Um, 
Yeah. Chicho gets the two votes from me. And my one vote, um, because of that amazing save from the halfway kick, I've done McCarthy for the one vote. There you go. There you go. Love for McCarthy. Tony? Um, I'm going to go Chicho, Moose, and then uh, McCarthy. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I'm going to replace McCarthy with Jennings, gentlemen. He finally got to play, and he, he did the job. He got the job done. So uh, I can't take a man out of the lineup or out of the top three when he's got a brace. So uh, that's where my head's at. McCarthy, though, definitely honorable mention. I love the way he plays his game. The approach that McCarthy has is so non-like. It's it's the opposite of 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 what we've had in the past. There's zero stress coming from the man. He just plays like there's there, you don't there's no sign of nervousness. You just okay. Well, I'll sleepwalk through this, get the job done. Not going to get much reaction out of happiness at the end of it. You know, uh, getting his 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 <laughs> LAFC chant lessons from uh, Maxime, but uh, it's good to see. It was good to see him. So I'm good with that. All right. Now, because of the results, uh, we got to have a draw today uh, to figure out who we're playing next. Dude, he's wearing a Flames hat. I just realized that. What is up with that? Did you um, realize that? Man. You saw that? I was like, no, I saw I, I, I saw that the whole time. And I'm just I didn't like, even really process it because I think it's just my hockey head. It's like, yeah, it's just another hockey logo. Um, Bam, Bam is an outliner. He's, as, he's in Australia. He can pick any side of the country yes he does support a lot of california teams some not so good some really good but <laughs> you gotta go all the way to alberta for this one <laughs> no no, no, no. Right. there is there is a reason there is a reason um a mate of mine invited me around to his house to watch the nhl i rocked up and he goes you gotta support the flames or you get the f out of my house well then first first game i watched so i was like okay done i'm a fan that's uh, okay. I I get it. I get it. The logo is cool though. You gotta admit. But there it is. Uh I know. Train of thought, it just it caught my eye and I'm like, flames, man. All right, fine. <laughs> uh open cup. So let's go back to it. I, I, I thought of Bam because when we were talking about the draw, if you guys watch the chaos that is the US open cup draw, it's probably the most shambolic thing you'll ever watch. <laughs> Usually tournaments, when they do draws, they're really cool ping pong balls, right? You got the bowl. It's going to do its thing. These dudes went with envelopes. They're basically opening mail on a live cast. Like, like, what is this? And, and then they're using, like, random fans to pull it. The whole thing is odd. And I don't know if they were held up by, like, solo cups or something like that to keep the card up after the fact. But it was probably the most like sad excuse of a draw ceremony i've ever seen like there was very anticlimactic it's like oh yeah there's your play and then then we they would pull guys and not mention that oh by the way this team isn't eligible to host because they don't want to host and then they, they, they would pull and they're like oh yeah don't put them there because yeah they're not hosting it was the weirdest thing it really was but long story short we all were worried i wasn't worried i, I want those guys but i want to take them down uh, we were all thinking, oh, man, could it be the Galaxy this early on? Uh, because they put us in this little group with Cal United, the Galaxy, and and the Timbers. Weird enough that the Timbers are in that little group. Should have probably been San Jose. But whatever. They have their dynamic and why they do what they do. So it happened. The draw hits, and we're the first one pulled, right? And that's cool. That means we get to host. This is beautiful. Uh, we want to host. 
but while we wait for the next one, you know, that, see, that kills the drama, too. The next one isn't going to be the one you're going to play, right? It's going to be who's going to host the second game, which takes all the drama out of it. And, of course, Cal United gets gets pulled, who actually plays in the same stadium as, as OCSC. I kid you not. They play in the same house. It's it's peculiar, right? So they're going to host a game in Irvine. That's what happens. So they got the host, and then came the next pick. And we're sitting there like, great. Portland, who we've played twice for in the Open Cup, and it's been hit or miss with those geniuses. And then the jerks from Carson. Part of me, because I'm a glutton for punishment, is like, yeah, make it Carson. Let's get him back. Let's get him back. But that's not the brain way of doing it. It's not the smart way of doing it. You want to play Portland because you're ready for Portland, and it's 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 a good matchup anyway. We got Portland. Yeah, you know, they pull Portland, that's fine, which is funny because now Carson has to go play in a little the, the 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 small stadium in Irvine, and that should get pretty complicated uh to see how that plays itself out. But all good for us. We still get to host the game and all of us get to go together and enjoy the game. Uh all good things. So we will be hosting the Portland Timbers again, third tournament in a row. We're gonna be hosting the Portland Timbers. Uh it's on. And it was, I guess, luck of the draw, even though they're envelopes. Um, and so there goes that. I know, Bam, you were dying watching this draw. Uh, your impressions, sir? 2 a.m. watching a draw that doesn't involve a drunk Rod Stewart pulling balls out. If you know about that, just look it up on YouTube, the Scottish Cup draw with a drunk Rod Stewart. It's amazing television. It is absolutely amazing. Watch them shuffle cards think to myself this tournament's over 100 years old they obviously know there's a better way to do it they have to know well what's worse is as of 2010 it was a blind bid draw it's a host a blind bid to get the host like that can't be crooked right um and then this was their solution to that as being of you know of chance so yeah i don't get it it seems very Dull, blase, but there you go. Uh, it's yeah. pr- pretty much going, have a look at FIFA. Yes, they are corrupt as corrupt can be, but they still do fair draws the way they do it. Right. Right. It's just funny. So what else? We got to play Portland again. What a shock. We hate those guys. They hate us. Not the fans. It's, it's yeah, on the field. Man, they, they, they're just nasty. They play nasty. They play dirty. We know we're going to get bumps and bruises, but we've got enough guys to p- provide the dark arts now that we can we can match the bruiser stuff. And and let's be real. Uh, they're not going to get another bicycle kick. It ain't happening, man. That's, that's not the norm. Maybe. I mean, it gets a lot of them. But it took a lot for them to get a goal on us last time. Pretty lucky. So bring it. You know, I think we're ready for it. We're going to be that much stronger by the time we play them. I'm good. Um, it looks like it's going to be a Tuesday night, guys. Did I see that right? Did you see it? Yeah. Uh, well, they haven't announced it 100% yet. Like they said, it could be a Tuesday or Wednesday game. So so 19th or 20th is what I heard. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on the calendar, it's holding that we're doing it on Tuesday the 19th. I don't know if that's a confirmed thing, but that's the, that's the day I saw. Okay. Um, a Tuesday night. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it ends up being, but it's a placeholder. It could be either night depending on scheduling, but I don't know. 
I've seen some sources just threw it as the 19th. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I took PTO anyways. I don't give, right? I'm going. Whatever I got to do, I got to go. Um, and so, yeah, we'll be there. We'll be ready for them. We'll kick their butts again and move on. What happens after that? Well, leave it to US Open Cup to make it complicated. So uh, you think simply we would play the Galaxy at that point, but who knows what they're going to do. So we'll, 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 we'll preview that as we get closer to the game. That's for sure. Uh, so that's the story there. Uh, Tony, your impressions before I give it, give it back to our uh, supporters that are waiting patiently to, to chime in today? <laughs> um, it was, like I said, we were like, it was the... So when they were shuffling, I understand the four shuffling and the three shuffling, but then when they got to the two shuffling, I was just like, why are you just moving it back and forth, back and forth? I'm like, please just just, just grab one and just move forward. Like, it was so bizarre. Um, I also have the results from this, uh, from the poll that I put this earlier in the month, and um, most of you, uh, there was a good amount of people, uh, 58% wanted Carson. There was uh, 42% as the other one was... Uh, wanted timbers and uh one person actually was who commented and I'll, I'll post it later on was saying that he'd rather have another home game and then play carson so i could understand that one so overall let's move forward we can get them back for knocking us out of the last year last time we were in the open cup but let's continue on and move forward and get them go for it, bam yeah we have a much better team and they don't have a better team so yeah bam just looked up on um, ussoccer.com. It's been confirmed Tuesday, May 10th, 7.30 p.m. 10th? 10th. Okay. May 10th. 10th. Got it. Yeah. All right. I'm sure that's the day I took PTO. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. You, you look a bit pale that period. day anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just in time, right? A couple weeks to go. So uh, there you go. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good one. That's a quick turn, to be honest, right, for these cup matches. They seem to really be condensed this year, so all good things. It looks like the schedule. If you guys saw Ben threw up the schedule on Twitter of how busy we are in those next few weeks, there's a lot of games to be played. Um, that squad rotation is going to really pay off. That's for sure to see everybody as fresh as they are, so good things. All right, let's give this to our crew here. Let's see who's jumping on who we got. So going way back in time, first guy to jump on was Burke Fournier, uh, giving his love to everybody, saying, hey, everybody, Beast is in the mix as well. Uh, Beast giving the congratulations on Vela on signing an extension, shows his supporters he wants to help the club win trophies. He's committed. I respect that. If it all is what it is, sounds like he's a guy that's going to retire with us. I mean, that, that sounds like that's what he wanted. So, sweet. Let's do it with the cup victory. Uh, Carlos C. Fall was in good position to double. Uh, Roussel, Ilya should have communicated with him, step over to help Lassio's cover. Uh, tracking the runner. Yeah, it was chaos, man. Total chaos. Uh, up to this point, lack of clear passes and good chances created out of the midfield is a bit concerning. I think it's who's there uh in the moment um i know acosta still isn't at the level that he wants to be i think that shows palacios or i mean uh Cifuentes is showing it now so getting up to speed it's nice to be in first place and not be fully at speed yet that's nice um yep different ways carlos it's wild to see how many different bodies have put put a ball in the back of the net it's nice to see and also how many dead balls have have or set plays have resulted in goals so good stuff. Yeah, the, the uh, likelihood yeah. of us having the golden boot on our team is very minute right now. Forget it. 
forget it, right? It would have to be Vela going crazy. I mean, he's only what a goal off of the current leader. So, yeah, I mean, we'll 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 see. We'll see. Uh, I just, yeah, I think you're right, Bam. I don't think that if we play our system, that's not the focus. Definitely not. That might be a sign of weakness if it turns out that way. So, good call, sir. Beast Ismail Tajiri Shradi becoming a super sub. Yeah, he's like doing. He's like got the new blessing vibes. He comes in here. We go, and in those blessings, the guy. That, I mean, they're both coming in the game. If they're not on the lineup starting, they're both coming in at one point. I think that's a almost a guarantee. Uh, Carlos C says Fall got his assist right in front of me. Kid has hops. Yeah, I, I swear, man, he really does. LAFC Wolf is in the house. Cool taking a picture with you, man. Thank you, dude uh dig the selfies dude we all dig the selfies you want to come over and say hi please do we love having the conversations guys it is always a blast for us uh to talk talk football uh more than just being on camera and in talking into a mic we rather talk to real people right that's what we do so never hesitate to to reach out that's for sure carlos see great game from the guys opposite vela casey uh determined not to let vela beat them yeah yeah because he has a history of that hey dean is on here from oc uh, Dean from CLC here. Uh, enjoyed hanging out with you and your supporters of the match. Great hospitality. Dude, it was an honor to have you guys. Um, every step of the way, uh, since you invited us right into the mix, um, back to you. Uh, class act all the way, man. Uh, again, we, we can't wait to go down there for a game and pay you guys a visit. We know, we know, we know the hospitality uh, that we're gonna get, you know, and and how friendly <laughs> you guys were. So we're looking forward to it. That's for sure. An excuse to go see Vegas, right? Yeah, there it is. You got a scarf uh, as well. LSC Wolf. What happened? Go you for got it, a scarf. As, I was gonna say you got a scarf as well. You know, we met, so I did. I got a county line coalition that's gonna find its way onto the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll, we'll feature that one. One of my kids is running around with it right now, or he was somewhere. So uh, it got swiped. Um, yeah. All good things. Uh, Wolf says one of LAFC goals, 27 passes in the making. It's beautiful, isn't it? We start seeing things work. It's good. It's good. It's what we do. Uh, Hector Gonzalez, uh, I've never played on a team. Is there an unwritten and mercy rule? I feel like the team could have scored more goals. There are no mercy rules in football. I mean, there's respect, right? If you're playing a team in a lower division, honestly, you play the game. Uh, I think that that at the end of the day, you just play the best you possibly can. You got to do your job because if you if you if you go away from your own approach to a game, that's how injuries come about. That's how trouble comes about. You get yourself stuck in when you don't need to. Um, it's their job to defend. It's their job to do their job. Uh, you don't. Yeah, mercy. No substitutions usually are the act of mercy in many cases. Um, in this case, it wasn't. Uh, but hey, we've got form. We got things to do. And we got a big game this weekend. So. There you go. Uh, Beast, no diss to the girl and her father, but uh, that draw was a joke. Uh, as U.S. Open Cup, that cheap using envelopes instead of some type of balls. Rigged, in my opinion, giving LAFC Portland. You know it's convenient. We host a game. They make a little money off of that. Everybody wins. They get to, they get to have us take on Carson if they can get through Cal United. You never know. Um, in a later round, right? More profile bigger profile uh could get interesting the weirdest thing is we have them on the actual schedule for league and if it keeps pushing down the line it could be one of those cases where we face them twice right within a matter of a couple weeks which that would be a war uh (laughs) we'll see 
Uh, yeah, interesting. Of course, Carson gets California. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you kind of are expecting that, weren't you? Uh, Smalls can only be passing was amazing. Keep that moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, beast. Kubo Torres is a punk for that foul on Vela. Was it even a football foul? It was a frustration foul. Those types of fouls can injure players. Yeah, it was classless, man. He lost his head. That's for sure. That's for sure. Beast, my opinion, Vela could could have had the night off. Yeah, but I, I you get the sense that he wanted to play. That's the vibe I got. Is he wanted in there? He had his, you know, he's got his son there. Like I think he wanted to be a part of this. It's respect to the Open Cup too, guys. Uh, that he that he wants to get minutes in it. So it's all good. Uh, Carlos Vela should have had the night off. Dola probably gave him the run to keep him in rhythm. Probably, probably. Uh, Beast, who knew the Easter Bunny was an LAFC supporter? Right. Shout out to Ernesto. I'm just going to say for arranging Easter Bunny action, man. So there it is. Uh, good stuff. Dude, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Well done. Well played. Uh, Carlos C. Vell in the midfield as a creative midfielder was awesome, though. Yeah, again, get to things. Oh, check this one out. Bam, you need an LA Kings hat. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, I'm good. I'm good with the Flames. I'd rather see him in a Flames hat than a Kings hat. That's just me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that was Jennings' first goal in MLS. Well, I, I don't know, a little Open Cup competition, but this year it's the first time we've seen him put one away because he hasn't really gotten minutes. Right? It's, it's tough. Carlos C. Palacios one, Moose two, Chicho three. There we are. <laughs> Beast is going after the Giants now. Uh, better not be a San Francisco Giants fan. Hi, Beast. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, again, again, again. First ever Major League Baseball game I went to. Dodgers at Giants in San Francisco. I said whoever loses that match is who I'm going to support. Giants lost that match. Dude, was that at the stick or was that at? At the new at AT&T. Uh, at 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 and T. Oh, there you That's go. back in 2012. It was just before yeah, I, I came and met you. It was the stick when I was a kid, like that wind tunnel. Yeah, that's how old I am. Uh, there it is. But dude, nice. See, there is what it, there. It is what it is. I'm not a big Dodgers fan. Not like I hate the Dodgers, but it ain't my side. It's not my team. Grandfather loved them. My family loves them, but. That's the thing about baseball. It's not as, you know, it's different. It's just different. It is. It's fine. I know the rivalry. I get it. I get it. Uh, Cattler. <laughs> Tony getting a call out from Beast. Uh, ping pong balls from the grocery store, right? I mean, it could borrow some from our tailgate. We have plenty of, uh, yeah. There's probably ping pong balls floating around our tailgate. So uh, there you go. Let's see. LAC Wolves, LAC versus Timbers. Next open cup. Yep, there he goes. Let's move forward, forward, forward. Uh, get off my lawn. Says, what's going on with B-Rod? Is he injured? He had a hamstring injury from the Galaxy game. And you don't take a chance on a hamstring injury. It's a long year. So I get that he's deactivated. Even if he can play, they're not going to risk him right now. It doesn't make sense. Not when other guys are, are moving and doing the job. It's okay. He can rest. That's fine. Oh, <laughs> good one. He says, it was weird seeing you guys on the OS OCSC podcast and not doing half the talking. 
it was hard for me. I got to say, like sitting there, like putting my hands together, like, okay, I'm just going to answer questions. It's, it's, y'all know me. So uh, that was pretty funny for sure, for sure. But we enjoyed it. Uh, it was a good time out. I'm sure one day we'll be playing them again at some point, And uh, hopefully we can have them come on ours as well. Mark Lopez, Vela, Tam overlapping with Griezmann for a couple months at least, maybe years. We'll see. We shall see. LSC Wolf, it's the first game this season uh, where I was happy about the referees. MLS should bring them on board for regular season games. It was fair. Doesn't have to be the greatest flow in a game, but it was fair, and I'll take that. Right? Give me a level field, even if you call it a little too much, because I, I think that there was a lot of cases where things weren't allowed to just play out, right? It was quick to the whistles. Yeah, that's the only thing you complain about is they got choppy because of the way the officiating was, but they weren't putting up with it. I think that's pretty much what it was. They weren't going to let it turn into a bloodbath or anything like that while they chased the game. So there it is. I'm with you, Wolf. It was better than what we've seen before in MLS. That's for sure. Good call. All right. Let's move on forward to club and community news. Tony, what you got for us, man? Um, so we'll we'll start with, of course, the 32 for 32 membership. It's open. You know, at this point, I'm almost a broken record. You know, $30, get a scarf, helps with TFOs, any 3252 stuff moving forward, so on and so forth. <laughs> um, but again, register helps SGs keep their 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 stack in 3252, helps SGs get a better, bigger voice, also helps with allotment tickets because then it's like, oh, this team, this uh, supporter group has more supporters they should go through and give them opportunity and yeah um in other news um this is not lafc related but more us related slash one of our good friends as you know a friend of the pod a contributor to the pod arcelli finally announced that she is a freelance social media um a reporter i believe if i remember what was it was for mls next yeah, it'll be ML she'll be covering MLS next, which is mm. we're going to have a team in MLS next. I think what next year, guys. So we'll get familiar with this one. But and one of the MLS next teams is actually still in the Open Cup. They got to play NYCFC in the next round. So mm -hmm. something's going on there. That's kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, she's going to be on the, on the, on the front end of that now, covering it, which is a really good place to be, to be honest. And uh, hopefully, it it leads to bigger and better things for Araceli, because as you guys know, she is absolutely amazing. Uh, we've been blessed to get articles from her and have her cover us and jump on with us as well. Uh, it, we're beyond happy to see her move on to the next the next stage and and do what she does. Does it mean she's gonna be a stranger? Heck, no, y'all know she won't be. Uh, but. Yes, this is the opportunity she's earned. She's worked so hard to get to this point, traveling all over the place. She is the best person I could think of for the job. So now they got to cover Ben. That's all I'm going to say. Ben <laughs> needs some love from MLS too. So um, yeah, that's overdue too. See, need me to write a letter. I will, but Ben needs some love, people. Um, but yeah, good on good on her doing what she's doing. It was great to see her at the KC game as well. Jumped in with us uh, for the second half. A uh, little press box time. Uh, all good. All good to have her in there. And, of course, she celebrated her birthday as well. So happy birthday, Araceli. Uh, mm -hmm. Again, good place to celebrate out, out west. So 
Good stuff. Good stuff. Good seeing you again. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, Tony, we've got some watch uh, parties, don't we? Well, we have actually two. Well, we have one official uh, sponsor that we got announced, which is CarMax. CarMax is now the yeah. new used car slash car dealership of the club. Um, Y'all see CarMaxes and stuff like that. So that's one. There is another one that we saw at the stadium. Hasn't been announced, but what was it called? Because I, I like saw it quickly and I know you and uh, Papa Ox were talking about it. <laughs> yeah, because we can actually afford to shop there. Uh, Stater <laughs> Brothers is now on the clock. Uh, they were sponsor stuff all over the place with them. They're getting their moment in the sun, and I'm actually happy for that because that's an affordable market. Um, nothing too crazy, right? Uh, mm -hmm. And it's easy to get to. So uh, I'm happy with that sponsor. I dig. I used to actually work for those guys a very long time ago. So it's a familiar look for me. That's for yes. sure. And no, it's I don't like... wear I don't wear the apron anymore. That's been years ago, but all good things. It was a good job. Really good job. So um, happy to have them on board, just like Flex and the others. And we've got mm -hmm. some good ones, that's for sure. Just can't wait to see who gets the naming rights on that stadium. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't wait for that news to come out. Looking forward to it. So maybe Tony's going to have that break soon. Let's hope and pray. We'll help What's like, like All right, I go said, for it, like, Tony. Yeah, yeah, no, I was saying, like I said, like, I, we're breaking it, but we there's no official announcement on it just yet. We just, it was one of those things where we're like, wait, that's a new thing that we've never seen go through the uh little jumbotron like things on the side so if we're in, so sorry rich if we put if we leaked it a little too early but everyone also saw it if they're at the stadium not much of a leak man i mean <laughs> names everywhere we're good we're good the money though and all that stuff hey we don't know that yet we'll get to you guys on that stuff mm -hmm. but all right tony outside of me hijacking your your poster <laughs> your comments you're Go fine so and then for the final one is watch parties because again we are away because we are in cincinnati so for the people who are going out there be safe um i believe so there's a so this is i have to say this just so people don't get in trouble so officially you can no longer you don't have to wear your mask on the airplane but from what i've been hearing on the news um california or maybe just LA are still requiring bringing back masks in public transportation. So airports, lifts and stuff like that. So while you're in LA, keep your mask on when you're taking an Uber or going to the airport. But I believe after that, you're fine to not wear your mask on the airplane. If you feel you, you feel you don't want to. So have fun there. Be safe. Cincinnati is always a good spot. The stadium looks pretty nice. And when day I'll visit, we're not have the money to do so. Moving on forward. And oh, before Jet. I have Tony. seen that the the what the Innenstad their their supporter section. Um, yeah, they go with the German. Check that out. Um, it looks like there's a big beer garden event that's going to get planned uh, with with travelers. It's kind of a customary thing. Um, if we hear something more about that, for those who are traveling, we'll throw it out there. But I did hear that there was something where they were arranging a beer garden hangout at some point for visiting supporters. So we'll keep you posted if we hear more. <laughs> All right, so now watch party. So uh, Black Army will be hosting at SP Restaurant and Sports Bar and Grill at 1 p.m. Um, 13.22.5 Telegraph Road in Santa Fe, or Santa, yeah, Santa Fe Springs. So it's like a really good event. Um, this 
from what we know from the owner, this might be the last event at that area because they're looking for a new location uh, for that same bar, but it is a fabulous place if you want to go. Great opportunity to just check that out. There's TVs everywhere, so you're not going to be missing the game while you're cheering. You can literally look anywhere to way, and it's a really cool spot. So join us. Have fun. Again, perfect opportunity to introduce yourself to people you haven't met before or just join a SG for us. And moving forward, um, we also have um, Private Public at High Tops. It's going to be at 2 o'clock as well at, um, in the bar, at High Tops at... 8933 Santa Monica Boulevard in Moss Hollywood. Again, Pride is really cool. If you're in the area and you watch party and support with them, it's always a good time with them. So there's one there. Um, Cuervos is back at Barney's, in, and they're going to be at 1 o'clock, so they're going to start a little bit earlier. And the address for that is uh, 1050 North 1st Street, Burbank. And then this one was actually a little surprising to me. So Lucky's is at the York. Usually I always say the Lucky's are at Lucky's Baldwin's, but um, Lucky's at York. It's going to be at 2 o'clock. The address for that is 5018 York Boulevard in Los Angeles, California. Um, Offsiders uh, is holding one at Side Bar Grill at 2 p.m., which is at 433 West Main Street, Alhambra. And I saved this one for last because it's a big event. And also they're also doing a collection for donations for Ukraine again. It is between D9U, Empire Boys, Crew, and Inland Element at uh, Hangar 24 Craft Brewing, uh, 1710 uh, uh Drive in Redlands. A little so, bit of a drive for many of us, but if you're in the IE, it's not that bad. And the location is stellar. So, uh, yeah, Hangar Twenty Four is awesome. The beer is amazing, and again, this is this is going to help Ukraine. Um, go for it if you can make it out. Again, it's not often that you have that many groups linked to one event, so definitely it's going to be pretty much off the hook. So, yeah, go check that out for sure. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'll probably be at S and P, guys. So, uh, here's my yeah, I'll probably be there though. So there you go. Um, um cool man i i was like i won't be there unfortunately so say hi to joseph for me if you guys go up there um i'll sh i'll show the event i'm going to um i was one of the lucky few for this so he'll, uh yeah super secret location he will he will blow it out once it comes public out of respect for those putting things on so there he goes <laughs> all right let's bring it on to the next one bng vinyl club minute you know i was like i think what i'm gonna do from this point forward with the vinyl club and i think the guys are on board with this we're gonna connect the song or album to the city we're gonna play or the city or area that we just beat i think this makes sense and of course make it relative relevant to the moment so i decided since we took on orange county yeah probably orange county might make sense uh, so the group that I thought of, at least when I think of Orange County, is one of those groups I think of, uh, Pennywise. I said, hey, Pennywise sounds like a good one. And for this one, for the album, I chose Straight Ahead. And you're like, what? Not the one with Brohim? No, not the one with Brohim. I went Straight Ahead. Why? This is one of those few albums where you just let it play and you just let it play. Like, you don't have to skip. You know, just, just let it go, man. Let it rip. Um, and also Straight Ahead because that's our messaging. We have a lot of games going on. We're making good progress. 
straight ahead, people. Let's make it happen. Move. Um, so there's my vibe, guys. Pennywise, straight ahead album. I think that was like 1999 that bad boy came out. So a very long time ago. Uh, so there. There you go. My vinyl of the day. Now, on to FC Cincinnati, because y'all wondering what's going on with those guys. I know most times when you say FC Cincinnati, it's usually a part of a punchline. I get it. It's been a punchline for multiple seasons now. Shots fired. I don't care. They've earned it. You don't build what you've built because they've got actually a great field and all this set up and everything's set up for them except for the darn football club. Everything with that, right? So they got some work to do. They got to wake up. They got to get it right. And so here we go. They got to play us. I think they're trying to find themselves. Yeah, it's a rainstorm. You hear it? I It just hit here too, Tony. How That's far apart, guys. But we just, yeah, this massive, like, I think it's a hailstorm out of nowhere. All good in Australia. Sun's out. There you are, people. Uh, Cincinnati doing their thing, uh, trying to find themselves. They've had up and down games. They look like they might be real this year. In other cases, they look like, oh, boy, they're worse than San Jose, which is a hard thing to be worse than. But. Yeah, they compete to be that bad. I don't think it's going to be the case for much longer. I think they found something here. So uh, we are running into a team that, while the results haven't looked that great, there's signs of life. Bam, how's, how have things been going for them? What's going on in the last three matches? Yeah. So I'll go last four. I'll put in the uh, US Open Cup match as well. So they've gone one win, one draw, and two losses. Their one win was in the US Open Cup, a 2-0 win over Pittsburgh Riverhounds. They had a nil or draw with Atlanta, which it's Atlanta. Got to give them credit for that. And they also had a 4-3 loss to Montreal and a 2-0 loss to Charlotte. Hmm. Inconsistent, right? Just all over the place. Yeah. Um, I know the last game was kind of a something they could really take away from, right? I mean, the draw against Atlanta, right? Draw against Atlanta and the fact that they played the last 15 minutes a man down as well. So that is something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the guy that got red card is kind of a big deal for them, right? Yeah, just a little bit of a big deal. Yeah. Nick Hugland ended up getting a second yellow. So we'll see how they go without him. Played every minute for them up until the red card. We know how that goes. I think we played another team that had that situation. So, uh, yeah, interesting things, interesting things. Uh, I do know it's also their first shutout, correct? I know it's 0-0, but that was their first shutout this year? I believe so it is, too, yep. There it is, there it is. So, three results, again, up and down. We all know the inconsistent team that is Cincinnati. Uh, Tony, what would you consider the good and the bad and the ugly of this side? Um. So, the... Good again. I always say the their bad is our good. So they're ranked twentieth in goal scored per match, so one point one per, per game. Um, the the bad is a uh, Lucinio Acosta, not to be used where our Acosta is ranked first in big chances created in the big in the competition in the so in the MLS uh, in the MLS at the moment. And the bad is they actually have the top scorer in the competition at, at five with Brand, for Brandon. Sure. Castellanos will find his way to catch him after last week. Right. But, uh, you know, I think Vela's not too far off either, but yeah, they have a player that consistently 
finishes his opportunities. That's what he does. They don't have the prettiest game. They don't score a whole lot of goals, but they got a guy they can rely on. And yes, he's a penalty merchant. We know this. He's got penalties. Still, he's doing the job, right? He's putting things away. I saw him have one howler of a miss this year, though. That was pretty hilarious. But otherwise, yeah, he's definitely a threat. Uh, Bam, your, your take on him? Nothing stupid in the box, and he won't score goals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every game, <laughs> a little poacher stuff going on with him, right? Pretty much, yeah. Like, look at it. His minutes per goal is 124. The next one with a cost of 608 minutes per goal. So make sure that you don't do anything stupid in the box around him or around anyone, really, and he won't have an opportunity for a penalty. He won't be able to poach just – that's the biggest thing we're going to take from this game. Gotcha. All right. And what's the ugly, Tony? Oh, that was the ugly. Was like the top the ugly score. With him. Okay. Yeah. All right. The uh, good, the bad, good. Ugly. All right. Yeah. The bad was the uh, Acosta was the their their leading uh, big chance uh, creator. The bad was they have the top okay. scorer. Like I said, they don't there have too go. much bad because they're inconsistent. So, gotta take it where you this can. Is a, yeah, this is a team where I have yet to see them complete a full ninety minutes. It's usually 45 minutes of good and 45 minutes of what in the heck is that? Uh, probably the best match to watch to see that example is the match against Montreal. Uh, wow. Uh, that one was shocking because uh, the first half they were themselves. They were turning into themselves, right? But they couldn't get away from Montreal. And then Montreal finally just pulled it away. Um, and, and it's not like the goalkeeping situation is bad. They just leave them out to dry a lot. Um I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what we're going to do against this side to, to, to go at these guys. Cause boy, their, their back line is sketch. And now that one of them, the one of the most consistent guys back there is now out. It's going to get real funky for them. Uh, but bam, there's some interesting names in and out of the lineup, right? Yeah. So you're missing obviously hugging with the red card and Sutherland, could still be out because he missed the last game with concussion and all that, so he could be out. But they did just sign a new um, player, Abina Nwobu from uh, Turkey. So he's got some good stats. So over his career, he's 25-year-old from Nigeria. Over his whole career, he's played 179 games with 15 goals, 25 assists, 42 yellow cards, and only twice has he copped a second yellow in a game to get a red card. Yeah, I've seen some video on this kid, and his tackles are pretty wild. Um, pretty intimidating in terms of his control of the midfield. It's going to be a battle. It'll be a battle. If he's in the lineup, Ilya is going to have some work on his hands. But I think more Sefantis and Acosta, because he's really good at closing down players and, and reading the passes. So it should be interesting if he does break the lineup. Um, DP player for them, right? Got the designated player spot. So made sense. They needed that in their lineup. I think we can all agree they needed somebody to really control things back there, get the tempo right, and turn things around. And I also saw some goals from distance from this guy. So you have to respect, got to respect their approach. That's for sure. Um, looking at potential lineups, they like to play the three, four, one, two. That is their preference. Khan will be their goalkeeper. He had a great game against Atlanta. He kept them in the game, to be honest. 
So he'll be there. Uh, Murphy and Blackett. Uh, Blackett would be your left center back. Murphy, your center back, potentially. Um, sometimes they put Cameron there. Yeah, old Jeff Cameron, that guy. Um, but the one guy that was always consistent was Hagelin at the right center back, and he's out. So that's where the big question is. I think your potential to replace him either is going to be Zico Bailey or John Nelson. Uh, we'll see. They've both had some minutes there. We'll see. I don't see any of the wingbacks being pulled back, but that would totally affect uh, the way they approach things. Now, in terms of their wingbacks, usually it's Dominic Baji and Gaddis for the right side. Midfield, it's basically Acosta at the front of it uh, with defensive setup from Moreno and Kubo, or at least holding setup from those two. That was the last game. The last time they were out, they put Kubo. Uh, same guys, you know, no shock there. So that should be the trident they have in the middle. Up top is the story. It's usually Brenner and Vasquez. I don't think there's going to be a surprise there if it becomes the same. Uh, that's your that's your standard, to be honest. Um, other names that you might see. Um, we mentioned Nelson Harris uh, Madunjanin. Uh, will definitely get minutes in this game. He is a bit of an impact player for them, but he's coming off the bench a lot this season. Uh, I think that's a guy they're probably expecting to play and start more, but he's having trouble cracking the lineup. Uh, Alvaro Barial might get minutes. Nick uh, Markinich might get minutes. Again, they've got a big hole to fill. I think they were getting used to this lineup, and now they've got to kind of shake things up, so we'll see where it's at. Bam, any other takes that you get from their lineup? Anything that stands out to you? Not really. Um, you pretty much nailed it all in the head, so the impact players as well. We'll see what happens with that. but. The biggest thing is who's going to place, replace the defender. That's the biggest thing, which is also something that we have to talk about too. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that right now. Um, I also mentioned, I forgot to mention, Baji does at times play striker too. So if he does, then Powell gets in the lineup. Elvis Powell from Jamaica. Uh, we will see. We will see. But yeah, our lineup, it is interesting to see who's going to play in it. This is one where now that we've seen rotation in the Open Cup and Sahu got significant minutes, does that mean those players with the significant minutes, that means they're going to sit for this one, right? Does that mean they're out for this one? And of course, when Bam's talking about who's out of the lineup this week, Bam, who's the big face out of the lineup this week? Well, unfortunately, because someone's been a naughty boy and gotten too many yellow cards, Mabadou Fall is going to have to sit out this game due to too many yellow cards. This is 100% confirmed, correct? Yes. No MLS funny business? Unless, we, unless this, we can do something over the next couple of days with under backdoors stuff, I don't think so. You mean we can't borrow any envelopes from US Soccer to, to fix this? No? No? Okay. No. I went there. Um, yeah, I know. Falls out, that hurts us. I think that probably makes sense as to why we saw uh, Danielle uh, and... Uh, Sebastian Ibiaga getting some time. Um, it makes sense unless somehow the miraculous Segura appears out of nowhere and goes, I'm back. Um, it doesn't sound like that. Right, Bam? You're not expecting anything like that, right? No, no. no. I look at it, if he wasn't right to be in the starting lineup for the US Open Cup, just leave him at home for this game. Yeah. Same with B-Rod. I wouldn't risk sending B-Rod over. We don't need him for this one. We really don't need him for this one. I know he would have tore him up because Hagelin would be his area and he's out now, right? It would have been 
he would have had his lunch with these guys. But, you know, long term, we got bigger games coming down. And it's a thick schedule. So I think you're we're with that. So with fall being out, who's your prediction to go next to Mario? Because I don't think there's any question Mario is in the lineup, right? No, Mario is going to be in the lineup. Um, I look at the defense being pluses, Mario, Hollingshead, and I'm going to throw it out there and go Escobar. I'm hoping it's Escobar. I really am. I really am. So um, midfield, what do you see? Midfield? Um, Sifu, Blessing, Acosta, and Sanchez. Ooh. I don't think we're going Wait. four in the middle. Four in the we're middle. Going... So interesting. Okay. All right. I wouldn't so be surprised if, if I wouldn't be surprised if we end up with a four-one-four-one again. Okay. Oh, you think we're going to go back to that again? I think we're going to do a four-one-four-one. Even though we're playing a team that wants to play the wing back madness, actually they play pretty much the same thing that OC is playing, right? Yeah, <laughs> the same thing. Um, so you think it's gonna be four one four one this week? Yeah, I'm gonna go four one four one. Ooh, interesting, interesting. Tony, what are your impressions? What do you think we're gonna see from this one? Mm, I think we're gonna see the uh four three three to be honest, and like. With Fall being out, I do agree. Ibiaga does get the start because, again, he's a good replacement, not speed-wise. And I hope Escobar starts midfield. There's no questions who we have there. Not, not. There's no questions up front. I don't think you change anything. Maybe, again, we don't have B-Rod, so Aboku slots in. Chicho probably gets a start. It's like I said, it's not. It's more the question of, who doesn't get to play then who gets to start kind of thing. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, we, like we keep saying, we have so much depth, like missing, uh, missing somebody is not too bad because we have a player who plays similar to them or like can pick up their position. So. Interesting. Now I have a thought. Um, I think honestly, I think Escobar does get his start finally. He looked ready in the last game. I think it's it's about time. Um, I'm on the I'm on the Ibiaga and Mario bandwagon. That's for sure for this week. The story is left back. They used Palacios the entire game. Okay, gave him the armband, put on his show, did his thing. If you're putting that many minutes on a player, are you planning on playing him for this one? The guy that got limited minutes, the guy that really got limited minutes in this one, that I don't know what we were quite expecting was Hollingshead. So he was rested for the most part, which suggests to me that he's getting minutes in this game. Rotation is what they said. So you think the guys that got the full set of minutes are the ones that don't get to play this week or get limited minutes. That's why Blessing got to run out, right? There's a chance he doesn't start this game. That's what I'm seeing. So I'm thinking maybe Hollingshead finally gets to go back to his left side. You get to test that out. This is a good team to test it out with. That's for sure. Uh, a good, good way to cancel out their over overlaps, that's for sure. Um, so maybe Palacios gets the rest for this one. I'm 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 debating that because I just think if you're limiting minutes, that means those are the guys we're going to see. Just like Vela got limited minutes, we know Vela's in the lineup, right? So top uh, the only one, Chicho. I think he gets to run out because he's he's in form. So Apoco, Chicho, 
fella up top. Midfield's the other story. Um, I think I think it's gonna be Ilya because well, how many minutes did he play against Orange County? If he wasn't gonna play, right? He would have played that game. So I think we're back to three again. And I think he's gonna stick with Acosta, Cifuentes, and, and Ilya. I don't I don't see a shock. I think four, three, three. The question is, is it Hollingshead or Palacios at the left? That's our only, to me, the only debate I have. And Max, of course, gets to start. He didn't even dress, so it's kind of obvious there, right? No shock there. But, Bam, it is interesting because they did play the 4-1-4-1. We did see that. So is that something we should expect or not? It's nice to know that we have a variant, right? But that, that's, a, that's something that he's thinking of. Uh, that's dynamic. That's good. But I still feel like, well, it got us in the first place. Why are we going to? Why are you going to mess with it? But yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, any other thoughts, guys, before we throw this out to everybody else? Tony, thoughts, changes? You're good, right? No, yeah. Like I said, I agree with you. It was like, I didn't think of uh, Hollingshead and everything like that because it's like, it's very, like I said, he's, this could be his chance to, again, score again. So yeah, I, I kind of agree with you with that one. Maybe Hollingshead does get to start. To me, it's after so many times of Hollings is playing on the right back. I forget he also plays left back. So it's his real position. Yeah, his natural one. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting, and now you know it's a nice luxury to know that Hollings has versatile now. Yeah, it's it's good to know that. That could get him a look see from other people that are looking for players to do something this winter. Um, if you have that versatility that might be needed, especially as an outside back position, if you're effective, it's hard to find these days. So there we are. Uh, all right, let's bring us to the, to the, to the mix. Let's get everybody's conversation, get into this, see what y'all think. Uh, let me pull this one back here. Ooh, man. It looks like we got some people talking. Do, 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 do. LACB's loving Stater Brothers. I just had to throw that out there. All love for Stater Brothers sponsoring us. Um, <laughs> get off my lawn. I've never been to a Stater Brothers. Sounds lit. I mean, if you're in the IE, you know all about Stater Brothers. That's all, all you got to know, people. Uh, <laughs> starting tomorrow, mandate takes effect. Oh, really? Is that what's going on? Okay. Uh, beast SC Cincinnati could be a trap game looking for LASC to get another one on the road. Uh, yeah, no, let's hope not a Vancouver trap kind of game where teams terrible would step up against us. We don't need that. We don't need that. Uh, Carlos C is fall not playing against Cincy because of yellow card accumulation. That's the suggestion. That's what Bam found. So, uh, yeah, we're thinking not. Uh, beast also wants to see Escobar. I'm all about Escobar. I love players that are able to use the dark arts, and the man knows how to use the dark arts. Um, Carlos C. Palacios, Mario, Ibiaga, Escobar. All right, which would be kind of your typical expectation of minutes played, except, you know, does Hollingshead threaten Escobar's spot or Palacios' spot? Um, yeah, just my world sees it, you know, what it is. Uh, Sifu, Ilya, Acosta. There it is from Carlos C., uh, and uh, Vela Chicha Mahala, yeah, there we go. 
Anthony Bernamita is asking, how long is Brian out for? I think he's a day-to-day at this point. He's not listed on the injured list. He's not on the injured list. So it's it's it's, it's team choice at this point, and I think they're just being cautious. Here's the thing. We have this DP that can service well. Uh, doesn't score a lot, and I find it interesting when two guys take his position, they immediately score when they get in the lineup. I find that really funny, right? Tajiri Shradi takes a few minutes, gets one. Uh, last night, yeah, guys popping braces from that position. It's just funny to me. It comes off hilarious, but that's just me. Uh, Mark Lopez. And the answer is any day now, Anthony. I think that's the answer we got. Uh, Mark Lopez, the needs to have a breakout game with Chicho balling his window, staying open with where he thought. I think, I think honestly, Apoku has broken out. He doesn't show up on the scoring sheet, but he's the hardest working guy out there, and he's really, really pressuring their back lines. And his work rate is opening up space for the others to feature. I think that's not appreciated enough, is that he creates such issues. And also, he gets guys yellow cards. He generates yellow cards for the other side by the way he plays. Um, that he's doing the job. I think it's appreciated, but yeah, you definitely want to see the payoff, right? You want to see him get that goal that he's obviously earned at this point. This could be the game. I'd expect this to be the game where he finally gets another, right? We'll see what happens. Uh, Jose Quiro says, uh, Chicho, Chico, yeah, Chicho back in business. Yeah, he is back in business. He looks happy. Chicho has a look on his face, and when he's got that kind of smile, you're like, yeah, he's up to no good in the best kind of ways. So, uh, yeah, definitely swagger is back. Uh, get off my lawn says, speaking of B ride, anyone else get a survey from LAFC membership with a question? 18th regular season match against galaxy are interested, not interested. I'm wondering how would that work? I didn't even, did you guys get the survey? Let me go check. I don't know. I'm lousy at checking my emails. So there you go. Uh, yeah, same. Direct uh, message me something. As much as I keep fighting for one, I don't have a membership yet because I don't have two international memberships. So, talk to Rich. Um, there is a survey, but I have to take the survey, and I will have a chance to win a private viewing of Elysine training session if I get picked. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to you on that one, man. We don't know. I, I didn't really do the survey. Guilty me. Uh, Carlos C., I think Palacios gets to start with an early exit for Hollingshead. All right. Um, get off my lawn. Palacios and, and Chicho, that combo just works. Plus minus. I'm a hockey guy too, so <laughs> I think of these things. Cost us or make us, right? Uh, Jose Quiros, our bench team did not disappoint great to know we have confident players eager to play 100 i love the hunger i'm with you man uh mark lopez will we ever see rodriguez chicho apoku up front with vela feeding them from the middle of the park uh yeah we might you never know man you never know um i wouldn't put it past our people uh we have panda jose 09 says great to see our bench players putting in the effort they did not disappoint Agreed, agreed. LAC Beast, ooh, fashion sense here. Uh, digging that LAC Hawaiian shirt, Tony, those gold jackets, the coaching staff wear are on sale as well. Yeah, and apparently in Adidas's website, it was buy one, get one half off on our kits. I saw that last week. So there's some deals, people. 
They'll take mm-hmm. care of business. But yeah, I love the Hawaiian shirt. I think it's the best one they've made yet. It actually looks LAFC. No crazy mm-hmm. green stuff on there. Yeah, I'm wearing the shorts too. They're really comfortable as hell. Really? You bought the shorts too? Mm-hmm. They match up really well too? Yeah, but they're short. Yeah, they're they look cool. like swim trunks almost. No, they're not, not, not like, <laughs> I'm, Got I need it. a tan. I need a tan. This is the best way to say it. I feel like oh you're a boy, pizza. dude. That would be, oof. that'd be trouble for me. That's for sure. I won't be buying those. Sure. <laughs> Comfy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawaiian shirts are awesome. So nothing but wins there. Thank you guys for your comments. You guys rock. All right, this brings us to the tail end of our episode. Again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, checking out what we do. But we've come to that moment. I know, as we prepare to depart, watch amazing football, and celebrate everything that is our club. So there we go. Uh, Let's see. I think I had Tony lead last time. So, Bam, I think you lead this time. You have the floor, sir. Um, For me, once again, to the guys over at the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, thank you once again for having us on this week. It was an absolute blast. Um, after the show ended, I think I ended up staying there for another two hours just chatting to them off air, just talking football, um, talking to them about Australian football and all that kind of stuff. So it's great. Um, at the moment, for uh, month, for our game against Cincinnati, I'm going to have to find a stream because it's not being shown in Australia. But at the same time, though, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it because on Monday it's actually Anzac Day here in Australia, which is one of the one of the days here that we celebrate and think about past servicemen for the Army, Air Force, and Navy in Australia because it commemorates the landing at Gallipoli for Australia. Um, so hopefully I'll be going to the dawn service that day and paying my respects. So for all you guys that don't know about it, um, recommend looking up on it. It is an amazing story of how Australia was royally screwed, put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for everyone that's going to the watch party this weekend, go out, have fun. Um, no matter which watch party you go to, if you've never been to a watch party, try and get to one, have fun, and let's just go get the W in Cincinnati. For the win. There we go. Tony, you have the floor, sir. Um, like I said, hopping off on BAM, thank you to the Orange and Black Soccer cast. You guys were great. Um, also meeting you guys over there and kind of showing the, uh, like the supporter culture that we want to build. And, you know, I like doing that with, again, when it's a rival, I don't, we don't, we don't do this, but when it's like a team that, again, we can try to build relationships moving forward. When we do co visit them, it's like, you know, this is how we do this. And, um, just being in like I was in their section for a little bit, just like in the back end, like talking to him and seeing what they were doing. They're like it was really cool to see even like to show the support, like how many people that were there and stuff like that. So with that, thank you again. Um for the watch parties, have fun. Again, perfect opportunity to go to what one of these things, meet new friends, meet lifetime buddies, everything like that, have fun. Um but besides that, let's uh, get three points, move forward, continue this run that we're going on, and uh, yeah. There we go. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Russell uh, Buto. Uh, good to see you, my brother. Um, yeah, man. Again, 
just the OC supporters were were on point for the day. Um, showing what beautiful, what makes the game beautiful. I think Bam will tell you this. What makes the game beautiful is the brotherhood of football um, and getting to meet new people from different places, um, different worlds, and know that we all have this common denominator called football um, and our, our shared passions. And that's the blast. You could be anywhere in the world. If you strike up a conversation on football, that is your connection. Um, it is it is almost a guaranteed connection um, if we can talk the game. Um, and so for for our, our friends from OC that came up, invited us on, um, to anyone that plays against us, um, reach out. You know, uh, we're always going to be good ambassadors for the game because we know we know the big picture, without a doubt. So, uh, thank you guys for your your gracious um, contributions and having us go on, and of course the scarves. And yes, I will feature the scarf on the wall next week and show where I'm going to place it uh, because it's a county line coalition scarf, which makes it even cooler. So it's about the culture. Thank you, Tony. Good old exchange over there, getting it done. But uh, thank you guys uh, for the for those of you that are making the trip out to Cincinnati because I know there are a few. Uh, good on you making the trek to Ohio this week. I know not the most exciting state in the world, but you're gonna have a good time. I know that it's still a cool place to visit. So good on you for for representing us yet again, making it happen. Uh, thank you to our fan base coming over, meeting with us, talking with us. Uh, much appreciated tony do you have something you wanted to, to jump on yeah so i've been doing the survey as we've been doing this so the from uh, get off my lawn the question is how interested would you have been will you be in attending a 18th regular season game in a neutral venue this is bad um that's me I like home field advantage. What they're saying is they want to take home games away from, from LAFC and Carson and probably put it in SoFi permanent or something like that. Mm -hmm. I'll be the first to tell you, hell no. Hell no. That takes away from the culture. We have stadiums for a reason. We have homes for a reason. It's tradition. You play rivalry matches in your house, man. Like It's the show, man. Like the TIFO and all that stuff. You take that all away. I think that's like the bad side of modern football. So I will say no on the survey. Um, Bam, he's got something to say. He said, go for it before I complete things out for the day. We, was Melbourne Victory, we had a understanding. While Amy Park was being built in Melbourne, Melbourne Victory were playing at of what was then Etihad Stadium, now Marvel Stadium. And then once the stadium got built, we sort of contract that we had to play five games a year there. Those five games were against City, against Sydney, and against Adelaide. Those games got played there. Now that that's gone, we don't have that contract, it is so much better knowing that every single game will be at your home ground. So to me, it's a definite no. I can understand if it's the final. I can understand a neutral venue for a final. But for a regular season, no way. No, it just it takes so much of the culture away. Yeah, it, it, it's it's sad. You know, MLS has tried so hard to create club identity, right? And a part of that is having your stadium and having your north end, having your culture. So the minute you can now make more money, you want to shove it right back into a football stadium, the thing that you were running away from for the last twenty some years. Nah, man, that's backwards. Not my not my jam. 
That's for sure. I'll be that stick in the mud old guy. I don't care. Not cool. That's not football. There I go. All right. Back to it, guys. Again, beyond thankful to all of you guys. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the busy schedule. I can't wait to get more open cup matches. The vibe was cool, so we'll keep it going. Uh, custom is the custom. Tony, final thought or final word of the day? Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. And from me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over